What a trip it has been. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Yes, indeed. Hello there, my friend. It's Aaron Schlein. This is the final installment of this Family Travel Radio special podcast series on traveling to Britain with kids. Over the last five days, we have been all over London. We've been to Stonehenge. We have driven on the wrong side of the road. We've looked into Airbnb accommodations in London and in Hove. And today we're going to wrap it all up. We're going to bring it all together and focus on the why. What does this all mean? Why do we do this? Why do we travel with our kids? We're going to talk about moments that mattered from my family trip to Britain. Now, from day one, this podcast, Family Travel Radio, has been a labor of love. I've poured my heart into every episode of the podcast, but nothing to this point has been quite like the last five episodes that I have put together for you this week taking everything that we learned over the course of just an eight-day trip in Britain with our kids and putting it all together into these five episodes. It has been a true privilege to produce these very special episodes, and I sincerely hope that you found them to be valuable and hopefully entertaining as well. If and when you decide to head to Britain with your family, this podcast series will be right here for you to go back and revisit at any time in the future. It's rare that I make requests of the Family Travel Radio audience. Today, as we wrap up this five-episode series, I have one simple and straightforward request. I want to do my very best to excite and to educate my fellow parents about the joys of traveling with kids. The measure of success for this podcast is in the number of families we can help get out the door and start exploring the world together. The request is for your feedback. I'd love for you to share what you thought of this series, what you liked, what you didn't like, what was helpful, what was not so helpful. Did you love the musical and comedic interludes? Of course you did. (laughs) Definitely, please. I'd love to get your feedback. This podcast is for you and there will be opportunities in the future to create more special content and I'd love to know exactly what it is you're looking for. What is missing from your life when it comes to family travel and how can this podcast best serve you? Please, my friend, shoot me an email with any feedback you have, good or bad. Send it to Aaron, that's double A-R-O-N, Aaron at AaronSchlein.com. That's Aaron at AaronSchlein, S-C-H-L-E-I-N.com. Or you can follow me on social media at Aaron Schlein. Send me a DM and get me your feedback that way. Again, email Aaron at AaronSchlein.com or at Aaron Schlein on social media. All right, on with the show. Moments that mattered. Here we go. No, 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 no. We're done with that. It's probably a good thing that this is the last episode of this series so you can have the weekend, you can have a couple days off from me before we get back at it on Monday. All right, moments that mattered. 
One of my first big takeaways from this trip, a moment that really mattered, it happened on the flight and it happened when we, about halfway through the flight, when both of my kids were asleep, my wife was asleep, and I realized that even though this flight was very long, almost 11 hours, it's very intimidating, but at the end of the day, it really wasn't that big of a deal. And the long flight, I know, is a huge barrier for for many folks. And I definitely, I definitely didn't take it lightly. For us, the flight was it wasn't a non-event. There were some little moments, but they were just kid moments, and then they were over. It was nowhere near the worst case scenario that we sometimes imagine. It really wasn't a big deal at all. And it reminded me of something that I tell people all the time, some advice that I give, and that is to not underestimate our kids and not to underestimate what they can handle. Maybe I need to pay attention to my own advice. Another moment that mattered, it was actually several moments over the course of the trip. It was in those moments that we gave our kids some real responsibility and some real ownership over their experience. Uh, From simple things like pulling a suitcase or tipping the bus driver to things with actual consequences, things like holding their own passport or carrying their own train ticket. My kids seem to understand when they've put in charge of something that matters, like their passport. The passport matters. You can't lose that thing. And they recognize the, the gravity of those situations and they tended to rise to the occasion. That was something that I never really appreciated going in and giving my kids even just these small bits of ownership over these little situations. It really seemed to bring out the best in them. And I think in the future, this is going to certainly help them with travel, but just thinking about it in terms of of day to day, what additional responsibilities can I give my kids and what situations can I put them in where they can rise to the occasion and become better, more confident, more responsible little men and women. One lesson that I learned, something that I need to be better at, I need to be better at this overall, but particularly on this trip, there was a period of about a day and a half. And I've talked about this a few times already, just the jet lag that we all experienced that first day and a half or so. The mistake that I made was not being as tuned in to the needs of my kids as I should have been. I'm not talking about basic needs, food and shelter and safety. It was more just an empathy, I guess, to what they were going through. Like, for example, my son only got five hours of sleep one night. And that didn't really compute to me how little sleep he'd actually gotten until the next evening when he was just kind of falling apart at the seams. And I sort of thought back and say, wow, he went to bed at midnight. He woke up at a little after five. This kid's six years old. He only got five hours of sleep. Of course he's a mess. And I should have been more tuned into that. And having gone through that experience, I'm confident that I will be able to handle that situation better in the future. But just being empathetic to to everyone around you, but especially your family and the little ones learning empathy. That's something that travel teaches you. We can never have too much empathy. And I know that that's something that I tend to struggle with from time to time. But spending these few days with my kids in this new and wonderful environment really taught me some lessons and showed me that I need to keep working on my game, my empathy game. A great moment that mattered was our trip to St. Paul's Cathedral, which I told you all about in Monday's episode, episode number one, Exploring London with Kids. This was an example of 
an experience, an activity that we got to do that it wasn't, it didn't feel prepackaged. It was just an opportunity for our kids to sit back and appreciate beauty, appreciate something unusual, something grand. And then it also gave them the opportunity to to climb 560 stairs to get to the top of the St. Paul's Dome. And that brought out a, a light, a spark in both of my kids that I just don't think can be manufactured anywhere else. They had this, this confidence about them, a sense of accomplishment. They seemed really tuned in to what they were doing and where they were. And they were as reverent, I guess, as a six-year-old and a three-year-old can be. In some small way, they were able to absorb uh, the beauty and the magnitude of of that cathedral because it's enormous and it's gorgeous. And then combine that with the sense of accomplishment they got from climbing up to the top of the dome, those 560 steps. And it was just a phenomenal experience. And that is just not something that can be manufactured or recreated in a classroom or any other sort of manipulated environment. It was just very organic and you can just see it looking into my kids' eyes. This this spark, there was this light inside of them that that isn't always there. And that was that really came out in St. Paul's. The takeaway from that is to try to identify those opportunities when you travel and also at home, those opportunities to to light your kids up inside. It's 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 one it's a wonderful feeling as a parent to be able to be there and watch that and take it in and to know that you were a part of it, that we put them into that situation where they were able to grow and just have a, a great time. Similar to the St. Paul's experience was the windmill hike that I told you about in Halnacker. I still don't know how to pronounce that word. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to pronounce H A L N A K E R. Uh, it was a windmill we hiked up to. It was just this wide open space. It wasn't a prepackaged tour. It was just a public path, and we took our time. The kids just they lit up. They were exploring just the beauty and the nature. I'm not doing much justice in describing the situation. I just know that, again, it just brought out a light in both of my kids that you don't always get to see because their lives are so structured and and ordinary. And then to put them in this extraordinary situation, in this place of just pure beauty, it brought something out in them that was really special. I felt like we planted seeds that are going to grow and be a part of them as they grow up. And another moment, this one's kind of similar in terms of giving your kids responsibility. There was a, about a two hour period one day where it was just my son and me. My daughter wanted to wait in line at platform nine and three quarters at King's Cross Station to do the, the Harry Potter photo op of the, the luggage trolley going through the wall. My son had no interest in, in waiting in the hour or so line for that photo opportunity. So he and I just went back to went back to our Airbnb. He, we rode the train together and he asked if he could hold his train ticket. And I said, sure. It was a 13 pound train ticket. If he lost it, we'd be out 13 pounds, a risk I was willing to take. And he was so mindful of that ticket. He had a, a little uh, little pocket on his shirt, a little breast pocket. He kept the ticket in and he was would check check on it every few seconds. He really took ownership of that ticket and it was really special to watch. And then the pride he showed when he put the ticket in, the the ticket reader as we exited the station, I just saw a, a little change in him, a difference in his demeanor and his facial expressions when he was being responsible for something. And it was something of consequence. It was an actual train ticket that if it got lost, it would mean we had to pay more money. It wasn't just a 
manufactured or fake responsibility. It was an actual responsibility. And I think he knew that and he took that inside and it brought out the best in him. Looking at some of the more holistic takeaways from this trip, we've talked to our kids about travel their entire lives, telling them about our travels, showing them pictures from the trips that we've taken before they were born, and keeping photos around the house of our trips for them to see and enjoy and remember. We really make an effort to do things at home that help light the spark and then keep the spark going. And during those first few years, we were waiting for that time to be right, or as right as it was ever going to be, to really start walking the walk and show our kids firsthand what travel is all about. Now, I'm in no hurry for my kids to grow up, but it's exciting to think about where they're going to be 10 or 20 years from now and how one lightning fast, fleeting eight-day period when they were six and three years old, how that could potentially play a part in shaping their lives. I didn't travel overseas for the first time until I was 12 and I visited London. My wife didn't travel overseas until she was 25, also to London. And we have kids now that are six and three years old, and both of them have a huge head start on us. And I just can't wait to see where the road takes them. So the moment that mattered most of all the moments that mattered, the moment that mattered most may have been the moment when we put our faith in our kids and faith in ourselves, pulled the trigger and took this trip. And now that we're back, I love watching and listening as my kids tell their friends and the neighbors all about their trip. People are sometimes surprised when they tell them where they went. They're like, you went where? London? Wow. Really? And my kids aren't old enough to realize that not everyone takes trips like this. And as they grow up and start becoming more aware, my job, of course, will be to instill gratitude, gratitude that they are able to, to take these trips and gratitude, I found, is something that comes in far greater quantities the more that you travel the world. So I'm feeling pretty great about that. I'm going to leave you on this note, a final moment that mattered, and it happened after we got home. I never mentioned this, but my son had his birthday while we were in Britain. He turned six while we were in Britain. Last night, I asked him where he wanted to go for his seventh birthday. And he told me, Paris. Yes, indeed. The travel bug is alive and well. With any luck, this time next year, I'll be reporting back from a trip to Paris with a seven and a four-year-old. That would make me one happy dude. All right, my friend, five episodes in five days. They're in the books. I am ready to give my voice a break. I'm ready to get some sleep. This has been a whole lot of fun. It has been my pleasure. It has been my privilege bringing you these episodes over the last five days. And once again, I'll say it, please, please, please. I would really, really love your feedback. Aaron at AaronSchlein.com is my email. I'm at Aaron Schlein all over social media. I want to give a special thanks to Visit Britain, who helped me out quite a bit with this trip in planning, and they hooked us up with the London Explorer Passes that I talked about in Monday's episode. That's Visit Britain. You can check them out at visitbritain.com. And of course, a huge, huge thanks, a huge shout out to the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Wanted to give a huge shout out to them for all their support 
throughout the run of this podcast. And we've got a whole lot of exciting stuff in the future. But for now, I'm signing off. Happy travels, my friend. I'm Aaron Schlein, and I will see you later. Cheerio. Cheerio.